Psycho Steve presents. We are here on Hair Today, Gone Tomorrow with yours truly, Psycho Steve, and I am very blessed to say I also have a very special guest for everybody's enjoyment. We got Mr. Perry Richardson, I can say, former bass player to Firehouse, now bass player to Striper. How's everybody doing? Everybody's like been looking forward to this. When I've told people I've been talking to you through Facebook, people are like, really? And I'm like, yeah. So I wrote like 22 questions down. We don't have to get to every single question, but I just thought to throw some random questions I wanted to know because I'm a bit of a fanboy. I'm not going to lie. I've followed you since White Heat. I'm showing my age now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So going to Firehouse and then when you did the whole country thing and then also now and Striper, which I'm pretty stoked about because definitely Striper is in my top 10 favorite bands of yeah, all time. Yeah, me too. And it's I'm uh, so excited to be here. And, yeah, being a, Sweet. Being a, being a band that you've always loved, it's, uh, yeah, it's an honor. Gotcha. So the first question I have is, so let's start from the beginning. When you became Perry Richardson, the nationally acclaimed artist in Firehouse, you got your first royalty check or advance. What did you buy? Like, you know, some people buy a house, a car, their parents a house, or... Uh, the, the first thing, I think the very first thing I bought, is a, I bought my dad a, one of those big giant 10-foot satellite dishes. Awesome. <laughs> That's cool. And a chow-chow. A chow-chow. Yeah, uh, nice. Yeah, I bought a lot on the waterway in Myrtle Beach. Right. The first thing I bought. Never did do it. I ended up selling it. But, uh, yeah, I didn't, uh, I didn't go too crazy. Spending my money. So it was a few years later, I got a house down there. But Cool. You know, yeah. All right. That's yeah. cool. All right. Next question. Have you ever been starstruck? Like with the band that you ever went on tour with or like a fan of yours and the bands that you've been in, like have ever come to the show and say, hey, you know, I've been a fan for many years. Like I was starstruck the first time I met Gene Simmons. I was six years old. I got freaked out and I was like, oh, my God. Really? Yeah. You know, <laughs> and the other time. is. Yeah, yeah, Gene is cool. Yeah, he's very intimidating, too, but very cool. So, but when I met Frank Zappa and Jack Nicholson at the same time, I called Frank Jack and Jack Frank. And oh my God. Yeah, that's exactly what I was like, oh my God, you're Jack Nicholson. And he's like, no, I'm Frank. That's Jack. And he pointed to, and I was like, I kind of freaked out. So, how about you? Oh God, I would have loved to have met him. I Frank Zappa was amazing. Right. What a talented guy that guy was. But, uh, this whole family. I don't know. Uh, I think the, like, the most, uh, I guess the most freaked out I ever got with anybody that comes to a show, I guess, was, uh, I was, we were playing at Phoenix and, uh, I was on stage playing, and I looked over at Rob Halford standing over by my side field. Wow. And, yeah, Judas Priest is my all-time favorite band. I mean, I had to pick one one band in history that's always been my favorite. It had to be Judas Priest. And to see him standing there while I was playing, I almost jumped out of my skin, man. I was like, you know, it was my hero. And ended up becoming friends with him. I've been to his house four or five times and 
Nice. Hung out with them in different cities and stuff. Our manager and, and knew them very well, so we got to, got to meet them and become friends with him and just a great bunch of guys. And, uh, I mean, that, that, well, I guess that was the, that's the biggest, most starstruck I've ever been, I guess. Uh, rightfully so. We are talking about the metal god, you know. That's right. So. Doesn't get any better. All right. All right. Next question. And besides your amazing wife, Shelly, have you ever dated a celebrity? Uh, no. Okay. No. Right on. Because, well, you know, you being a rock star and all, a lot of rock stars get hooked up with other female rock stars or male rock stars or uh, actors and actresses. You know, like Tommy Lee had Heather Locklear and had, you know, a whole Pamela Anderson. Right. And Richie Sambora had both of them, too. It's funny. They share... Yeah, a lot uh, of the same women, and you know, they still are friends. That's right. But, no, I never went that route. Okay. Uh, yeah. Gotcha. All right. And I'm a car enthusiast besides a music enthusiast. What kind of car do you drive? Right now, I don't have one. What? I, uh, I had the last car I had was a, uh, I had a uh, purple Dodge Challenger. Nice. Last, last car there, and I just uh, sold it, traded it to get a, a white car. So I'm kind of Carlos at the moment, kind of looking around, maybe in the next, uh, after I move back home, I'm, I'm thinking about getting something, but I'm not sure what I want yet. Nice. Now, please but, tell uh, me. I am a car enthusiast, too, man. I love, I'd love to have a, you know, 69 Charger, which is my dream car. Right on. Uh, that's what I'd love to have, but, uh, uh very practical. Uh, sure. But I'll, uh, I'm not sure what I'll get. I had a, before I had a Challenger, I had a really souped up, uh, Mini Cooper. goes like zero to 60 yeah. in like 10 minutes so <laughs> the pos toyota yeah, camry station car, went. yeah <laughs> i bought it for a dollar you can't blame me for buying a car for a dollar yeah all right so you're a southern gentleman do you like sweet tea or unsweet tea sweet yes because i tell everybody that's the house wine of the south I, had yeah, I don't it. drink it anymore, but I'll, I do love it, man. I have sweet tea and grew up on that. Right on. In South Carolina. So Absolutely. You know that. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, when I went down there, I thought I was going to have a cavity. You know, I told them about iced tea. They brought me in back and everything. I think they put like at least 15 or 20 packets in the one glass of iced tea. I was like, Di I was like, yeah. no, I feel like, um, what's his name? That old guy, Wilfred Brimley in that commercial. I'm like, I have diabetes. Now, after that glass of iced tea, so thank you. Yeah. Exactly, you know? I was like, holy crap. And my ex-wife wife at the time, she's like, um, Psycho, you need to ask for unsweetened tea. You're down here in the South. They only drink sweet tea. It's the house wine of the That's South. Right. I'm like, okay. That's right. Yeah, my ex-wife's from Charleston, so. Uh, all right, so. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, did you try out for Striper? Yeah, I flew uh, to uh, Michael's house. That's a house out of Boston. Uh, flew up there, and all the guys flew in. We met up, and uh, I learned. They gave me five, big five songs for me to learn, and uh, learned those, and flew up, and we just jammed in a little room in his house. We didn't even have no microphones or anything set up; just jammed on. 
That's awesome. Because, you know, I watched yeah. the documentaries of, like, when former bass player to Metallica, Jason Newstead, left, and then they brought on a bunch of, yeah. they had, like, videos of, like, Chris Wise, of Ace Frehley's band, who also played with The Cult, and then they also had, believe it or not, Rob Trevillo play and try out. Um, and then I wasn't sure if, because you knew the guy's a striper, and they said, hey, you know what? Perry has blonde hair. Robert has blonde hair. Michael has black hair. And Oz has black hair. We can really do the yellow and black attack now. <laughs> See, I do a lot of thinking. I know. <laughs> I know Michael's probably going to kick my ass for that, but, you know. Oh, my God. Yeah, that will work. I, you know, I, I didn't. I mean, I've met the guys. Like, uh, we met in uh, 85. Uh, oh. The band I was in. Uh, before Firehouse, it was CJ and I, singing for Firehouse, we had a band at the Four Firehouse. Right. It was uh, called Max Max Warrior. Right. And uh, we opened for Striker, we opened for Striker in 85. Sweet. And uh, that was the first time I met them, and then uh, we met, gosh, I know I met up here in Nashville, they played, they played in Nashville about... Four or five years ago, when I went back and said hi to them there. But we really didn't know each other, I mean, other than meeting a few times. And I guess the main reason I got an audition was uh, a buddy of mine in lives in North Carolina, Marty Burns. He, he used to be a big Max Warrior fan, and he'd come see us play all the time. We played in North Carolina a lot. And uh, he ran across uh, Striper's. Uh, one of the guys on their management team, Dave Rose, he ran across him because he'd been, he'd been doing some local shows in North Carolina. He was talking to Dave when I got, got wind that Striker was looking for a bass player. He said, man, I got a guy that would be perfect. And he gave him my name and number. And, and Dave called me a couple of weeks after that and wanted to know if I'd be interested. And if the weird thing about it is that Dave, a member of their management team, Dave used to be in a band back in the day, and his band opened for Max Warrior. What? He knew me from way back, he knew me from way back then, and, uh, but he knew all about me, and it kind of, he talked to Michael Sweet about me, and uh, it's really what got my foot in the door to get up there and you know, audition for him, so it's kind of a great uh, little story there had all happened. That is really awesome. All right, um, yeah. besides bass and guitar, do you play any other instruments? Like, is there a secret we can share? Like you play triangle or xylophone or something cool like that? Uh, no, not really. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> play two's heart. I mean, I what my granddad had on those. I played one of those when I was a kid. Awesome. <laughs> uh, I do not, man. I, I, when I first started, I was more into, uh, more into singing. I mean, when I was a kid, singing a gospel quartet, that was like the first, um, I ever performed in front of people, and when I, my dad played in the country with the ass kind of band, and he got me started playing bass, because he played bass, and there was bass laying around the house, so I picked that up, and I mean, as soon as I learned to play, I put a band together, so I was like, I, and started playing bass in the band, so I never really ventured out, and, you know, trying to learn other instruments and see what would, you know, like them or not, and like, I picked up the bass and started you know, started a band, so it was like really never had time to learn anything else. 
after that. So I've just been playing bass my whole life. That's about it. Awesome. I don't play guitar good enough to do it. Probably, I tell you that. <laughs> All right. Nothing wrong with that. And you're great at your craft, yeah. so why stray, you know? Yeah, just like concentrate on one thing, I guess. Exactly. I did the same thing. I stuck to radio because I had the perfect face for radio. My dad and I had this long discussion about, because I went to school for radio and television broadcasting, and my dad's like, well, you really yeah. need math. I'm like, why? I'll hire an accountant. The only math I have a need is to make sure that Uncle Sam, now the ex-wife takes some too, but you know. Uh, basically, the numbers I would need to know are the call letters or the call numbers of the radio station or the television yeah. station. But like I told you, I had the perfect face for radio, so I'll stick with radio. So it works out fine, you know? Uh, yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. So I also noticed on your Facebook page, you like cigars. you have a favorite brand? Uh, boy, I mean, not really. Probably, I thought I'd pick one I'd say Perdomo. I, I got to meet the, uh, the owner, Nick Perdomo. Cigars, and he's uh, he was a firehouse fan. He he uh, he was a national picking up a drum kit he had made. Uh, he had Pearl building the biggest drum kit I've ever seen in my life. It was I think he spent sixty thousand dollars on his drum kit. On one drum and, kit? Uh, yeah, Ooh, yeah. It's, it's absolutely freaking enormous, man. It won't. Uh, it's like every size drum made. So this thing had his logo hand carved in every drum. He had cases made for him. I think he's probably got over 100 grand in cases and drums, you know. And, Jeez, crackers. Must and, be he nice. had a, and he just bought an, and he just bought an Audi R8. Nice. And, uh, I, you know, being a car guy, I like that. So he's a great guy. We talked for a long time one night. And he makes an absolutely awesome cigar. So I had to pick them as my favorite. Okay, so you heard that here. So he's looking for an endorsement for cigars. And <laughs> yeah. get on it. Bring it on. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Right on. Okay. Speaking of endorsements, are you endorsed by anybody? Yeah, we, I just uh, uh, I just went back to the original the first base company that ever endorsed me. The company in North Carolina called Roscoe Roscoe Bases, and they are one of the best. They build one of the best bases in the world, man. I mean, I'm. A lot of top jazz guys playing. They just, they're amazing. And uh, he, I was the first guy he ever endorsed back in 89. And uh, I went, ended up leaving them. We, we all got signed, everybody in the band. We got an entire band endorsement from Yamaha. Yeah, because I remember Mike and uh, uh, Bill used yeah. Yamaha guitar and drums. So. Yeah, so I was, uh, I went to play Yamaha and went from there to, MCD and to Spectre and the now I got this gig with Driver I called Roscoe back and I was like man I just miss you guys you make one of the best bases in the world would you put take me back and build me you know, a couple of bases for Striper and they are in the process right now doing that so sweet um, so we'll see them on yeah. the road with you are you going to record with them too or yeah, you... yeah. Nice. Uh, yeah yeah I'll be using those for everything they're, they're amazing and uh I mean, there's several little endorsements I have. I'm in talks right now with uh, PV about doing an amp endorsement for them. Sweet. I've got a tuner endorsement. Uh, Who do, you, do you use a pick? MP cases. I do, yeah. Dunlop's plus picks. Uh, uh, I can't think of everybody right now. But, uh, cool. 
Well, text yeah, me so uh, I can uh, represent you. Everything's listed. Uh, all, uh, yeah, all endorsements are listed on the website. Uh, we'll be updating as needed. I think I don't even know if Ross goes on there yet because it's brand new. It just, just happens. So. Well, congrats. And I'm like, changed. Thank you for giving us the exclusive. You heard it here first, everybody. Perry Richardson, bass yeah. player Striper, is now endorsed by them. So, and anybody else yeah. that wants to endorse him, you can contact his agent at yours truly. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> okay, so how about on your rider, either when you were a firehouse or striper? Is there a must-have? Is like any specific thing that you need to have, like a certain type of bottled no. water or tea or? No. Okay. Fair enough. No, I don't care. <laughs> Dude, I've been in Nashville for the last fifteen years playing, and we're lucky to get a you're lucky to get a bottle of water on the rider, so <laughs> I am uh, I don't need I can live with whatever. I don't care about that kind of thing. Nice. All right. You're also yeah. tattooed, just like me. What was your first tattoo? Uh we uh there was a firehouse tattoo for everybody in the band got one. We uh Oh, the skull? The came out where we kind of, yeah, a little sparky guy. Yeah. Kind of all jokingly said, hey, if our album goes flat, then we'll all get a tattoo. We sort of gagged whatever. Yeah, yeah, okay. And <laughs> when it went quiet, and we were like, well, I guess we have to get a tattoo, and it kind of got addicted after that. So. Nice. That was the first album, right? The self-titled? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Gotcha. Whatever happened to the chick that's on the cover? Did any of you guys the chance to date her or know her, or she was just like a promotional no, model? No, she was a she was a model we picked out of a bunch of Polaroids or pictures that the, the uh, art director had, and she was actually the she was the, I think this is too correct. I think she was a wife of the guitar player for the band Spread Eagle. Oh wow! Okay, uh, you remember them? I yeah. yeah, I can't. I think that's I think that's right. Cool. Uh, Oh, I'll have to ask either Ray Rest or Ray DeLuca or Rick DeLuca or um, I don't remember who's playing guitar for them now, but they just got actually signed to Frontiers and they're going to be coming out with a new album soon also, which is pretty cool. Yeah, they reunited and everything. I saw them a couple of years ago because they actually had Chris Caffrey play guitar for them and it was... Uh, really? No, I never, got, I never got to see them or, or I, had, I don't think I ever met them either, so... Good guys, really nice guys, solid players as well. Chris has so many projects because he's in like seven different bands right now. He's doing like Trans-Siberian wow. Orchestra. He did his own solo thing. He oh, recorded gosh. with Halford, you know, that kind of thing. So, wow. Yeah. yeah. Cool. All right. So how about a favorite Striper song? Uh, boy, that's a hard band. I mean, uh, probably the old older stuff than God Would Trust, maybe. And I tell you what, uh, the new stuff, I, I think it's the best, the best stuff they've written and recorded. I mean, from Dial and Fallen, that's absolutely the way. When I first heard that, I couldn't believe it. And there's a new one, I know nobody's heard it yet, but it went a freak out, man. And it is unbelievable. I mean, Mike was writing the best, I think, that he's ever written in his life, and everybody's playing great. It's just, and it's heavy, man. It's so much heavier than they were back in the day. And, uh, I mean, I, I just love it and stuff. So I have to go. I tell you, there's a song I'm following, I'm called Heaven, okay. that I just love, and uh, Yahweh. Uh, 
got any of the new stuff, new titles yet, but there is some. Okay. Did you write or record any of it? Away. No, they were in the process of recording it already when I, when I did that. You know, when they told me I was going to be a part of the project. I was, I think when I went out to audition, they, they, they were starting to record right then. So, and I had to fulfill my obligation I had here in Nashville with Craig Morgan. I was still playing with him. So, we couldn't work that out. And they had to work, you know, I'd have to work, I, they were already in the process of recording and I'd have to learn everything. Working into that, that's just what time will do. Cool. But you had a guy lined up. The guy did a freaking fantastic job, man. It, uh, the bass, it's going to be tough to copy all that stuff he plays from there. Oh, I'm sure you'll be okay. And, uh, so it's, that, yeah, it's going to be fun to learn that stuff and have a process of trying to do now. But, uh, yeah, it's really good stuff, man. I just can't wait for everybody to hear it. Sweet. Now, as you have been. And I do, believe it or not, besides you and I think my grandmother, who's going to be 100 in May, and my sons and my girlfriend uh, and my producer, of course, I might have maybe one other fan. You know, I did predict that you being the bass player to the band. I don't know if you listened to episode one. I did talk about it, saying that I thought you would be a perfect fit. Okay. So you can address me as either Psycho Steve or Psychic Steve. Whichever one you prefer to call me, I will respond. So I'll just let you know. <laughs> that was a good call. You're probably the only person that ever thought about me taking that spot. So I have some congratulations on that one. Well, thank you. <laughs> well, that's what the show is all about. It's like, where are you now? You know, you, right. we, know what yeah. you're, we know who you're doing, but what you're doing it's about, too, you know? That's so, right. All right, so how about this? Has there ever been a place that's been your favorite place to play of all the years that you've toured with any of the bands, from the country to the uh, rock? <laughs> Man, that's a hard question. Well, inside the state, I think the coolest venue that I've ever played is Red Rocks in, in Denver. Uh, just absolutely beautiful amphitheater, and uh, got to play there four or five times. Um, Outside the country, uh, I don't know, Japan, Tokyo is just an amazing city. Everybody needs to go there at least once. It's freaking crazy. Uh, I mean, it's, it's just hard, hard to say, man. Indonesia was probably the most memorable. We were like the first firehouse. We were the first rock band ever play in Indonesia. And, uh, Did you guys do a DVD of that? Crazy stories. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, there's a... Uh, we were there, I think, for, we were there over a month. We, I mean, we flew to every island, that chain of islands, man. It was it was crazy, scary. I mean, we, I think while we were there, flew on this one airline. There was only one airline that covered that whole country. And I think in a month and a half, we were there for four, four of their planes crashed. And we were on those planes every day. And, uh, you know, I think, that was pretty scary. Uh, I mean, one one show we showed all this love. This is my favorite, most unbelievable story. We showed up to a show and nothing was set up. Was like everybody's smoking around, and we got there. It's like, what's up? And uh, they had to take a break because one of the local crew guys had gotten eaten by a tiger. Holy crap! <laughs> yeah. Wow. So uh, we, you know, I guess we were kind of late getting on that night, but. Things like that, it was crazy. I mean, you were driving through the rainforest, man, to get the gigs. 
flying and flying into a little dirt runway airport to drive three or four hours through the jungle to get to a gig. It was it was amazing, but I'll never forget it. Wow. Glad it's over. Yeah. Awesome. All right, so yeah. what's your guilty pleasure? What's your favorite type of food? favorite TV show? Uh, right now? Yeah. Uh, God. Can't say the X-Files. Can I? That's it's on again, isn't it? Back. Always. I was a big X-Files fan, but my favorite comedy right now I've been watching is uh, Sheldon. Have you seen that? No. Sheldon, it's called? Yeah, it's freaking great. Cool. Good. I'll look it up. Uh, it's about, it's, it is from the, it's the guy that's on the Big Bang Theory. His character tells us when he was a little kid. So oh. Pretty, pretty awesome. Uh, yeah, boy, I don't have, we don't watch a, a ton of TV, but uh, right. yeah, that one kind of popped in my mind as being a failure right now. Uh, cool. I'll definitely check it out. And yeah. then on your downtime, what do you like to do? Fish, hunt, go work out? I do not hunt. Uh, I like fishing, but I don't get to go very often. Me and my buddy here in Nashville. You know, I would like to go. He he works with uh, Trace and Atkins and Tom Paul. He's on the road. I'm on the road. He's all over. Like never get it. Seems like we're never here together. So we had got a lot of fishing in. I like playing golf. I play. I play. Uh, I probably do more of that than anything. But like if we have a day off out on the road, we can play. Uh, we can play a little bit when I'm off here at home. But that's that's normal. Nice thing that I probably do a lot. Still no good at it. I, I've never played. I'm really good at driving the cart. For my bachelor party, we went up to Myrtle <laughs> Beach, and the guys wanted to play golf. And I'm like, really? I'm like, I'll drive the cart. Of course, I was a little comfortably numb and wrecked the cart. But, you know, I had a good attorney at the time. So we're okay with that. So, <laughs> true. All right. Um, how about this? Uh, favorite songs, your top three, if you were committed to an island or a shrink ward, because you are talking to me, what would they be? Give me your top three favorite songs. Good Lord, dude. <laughs> <laughs> That's way too hard. Top three songs. I just have to pick what it comes pops in my head. Right okay. Uh, God, uh, I can't even think. Uh, let's see. What would be it? A Judas Priest song that would come to my mind would be uh, uh, Victim of Changes. Wow. Well, old school. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, something new. Let's do uh, Santa Cruz. Okay. Uh, I'll check them out. Uh, what's the name of that song? Uh, Wasted Mind. Is that right? Yeah. Um, and then let's see. Uh, uh, do uh, Chicken Soup by Angel. Wow. You're pulling out a lot of old school <laughs> stuff. You know, uh, Frank DeMuno and uh, Punky Meadows are actually going to be performing together soon. Man, I 
I freaking loved that band. God, they were so cool. They were so and, underrated. I mean, people never knew about them. Yeah. They were, man. That was great. God. They were signed to Casablanca, you know? Yeah. Um, what's his name? Sean yeah, Delaney. Actually, Gene Simmons got, had something to do with that, didn't he? Yeah. I think he got them signed, yeah. Yeah, and then what they stem off doing, you didn't really hear much except when Gregor Floria went and did his solo thing, and, you know, Punky Meadows did his yeah. solo thing, and I think one of the members passed away, and then Frank did his solo thing, and then now Frank and um, Punky are doing something together again. They actually performed together. They did a couple songs in Vegas, which, wow. and it sounded oh, awesome. Yeah, that, they, that would be really cool. Yeah. Co-headlining, Striper and Angel. That would be pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah. that would be great. <laughs> you know, speaking of going on the road, you guys are going on the road soon. Is there any direct support, or is it all just like local guys and girls coming to do the support for you? Uh, I don't have. I don't have no idea about that yet. Um, okay, they're trying to work on some things for. the stuff that Michael did with George. That was pretty incredible. Anything you would like to promote besides being in Striper now? Do you want to plug anything? Is there going to be like a Perry Richardson wine or a book? <laughs> no. Well, you know, I, <laughs> there's no wine, but okay. there's a possibility there could be a book. A uh, buddy of mine contacted me. He owns, a, he owns one of the largest uh, horror book online booksellers in the United States is uh, down in Atlanta. It's called the Overlook Connection. And uh, he called me and he owns a publishing company now and all these bunch of guys are writing for him and he wants to write his first book and he wants to write it about me. And I was like, dude, you got to be able to pick a better topic than that. He said, <laughs> but, uh, he's, uh, he's serious about it. He's like, uh, I got to call him back. He left a message yesterday. I'm like, well, say thank you again for taking the time you know you know i know you're really busy and getting ready uh, i can't wait to see you when you do play like the new york new jersey or philly market or all three of the above i'll definitely try to make i know i'll definitely make at least one i can promise you that i can't wait to, uh dude i can't wait to get on the road with these guys i just missed miss being part of a band you know it's one thing i miss about nashville is kind of a Tired gun scenario down here, you know. They don't right. really don't get the crap about the band. There's a thousand guys waiting to take your place, and to be a, a true member of a band again, a brotherhood like that, dude, means the world to me. And 
uh, just can't wait to get out there. And if you want to stay the, the brotherhood of, of the band, don't forget, don't crap on the bus. I learned that a long time ago. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> David Draymond taught me that a long time ago from Disturbed. He's like, you want to stay in my good witches? Don't shit on my bus. I'm like, got it. He's like, you could do it anything else but that, that. Even Chips Enough told me the same thing. Everybody tells me that. I'm like, am I known for like shitting on buses or something? And they're like, no, we're just letting you know. None of us do. I'm like, okay, fair enough. Yeah, that's rule number one. Exactly. So there is a website, striper.com. There's a fan page on Facebook. They perish on Twitter. They is a fan page on Facebook. Can people say hi to you over there? Yeah, man. Come on in. Yep. Awesome. So yep. once again, like I said, thank you very, very much on the bottom of my heart from my family, my friends. We wish you much success with Striper and any other projects that you do. Oh, thank you, brother. It's a pleasure to talk to you. Keep doing what you're doing, man. You have a great show. People love it, and I love it. So look forward to meeting you in person. Absolutely. Keep rocking, and we'll definitely keep in our prayers. And thank you for giving me the opportunity. And we'll talk and see you real soon, okay? All right, brother. See you up there. You got it, man. Take care. Bye-bye. Have a good week. Psycho Steve presents. <laughs>